and welcome to Thrift Shop Biography. This is the one about Priscilla Presley. Thank you for listening. Hello. Hello. And what have you been reading this week? This week I've been reading a book about Elvis. It's called Elvis and Me by Priscilla Presley. Priscilla Presley. Have you? Yeah, I've read that too. I cannot wait to talk about it. I'm worried. Yeah, do you know what? I kind of... I want. I so desperately want to talk about this, yeah. but in a way, I don't want to talk about it because everything's going to change for me. Well, if I, I verbalise what I'm going to verbalise, say everything changes. I know, and I, now I've reread it as an adult because I read it when I was young, right? Which is a quite a long time ago now. I'm seeing it all in the, my older eyes, and I'm terrified that we've got to have a difficult conversation about Elvis. <laughs> Don't know why I'm laughing. You're going to call him a pedo and a groomer. And I'm going to find it impossible to um, argue against that. Okay, let's say before you read this book, I know you're a lifelong massive Elvis fan. Massive Elvis fan since I was a kid. Yeah. I've been to Graceland twice. I nearly went three times. I drove past it last year and went to his favourite burger joint instead. Oh, my God. You've really done the Elvis tour. Yeah, I even went to Tupelo, Mississippi last year, which is... Years since I first went, uh, 25 years since I first went. I am an Elvis fan. Yeah. I You've don't stood know on the cross in it. the shop, haven't you, where he bought his first guitar? I did. It yeah. was so magic. Well, his mother bought him his first guitar when he was 11. So, and, but I love his music. I love his music. Oh, hey, hey, films. hey. I love his face. Can we just get something straight? Yeah. I'm a massive Elvis yes, fan. Yes, yes, yes. It's getting to know the man that's a yeah. little bit more the, awkward. This book was very difficult for me because I've never read it. Right. It's that awkward thing. Like, I knew. Yeah. But you kind of, I don't know, compartmentalise it. And now we're doing this podcast where we read books and talk about them. I so know. we think we're about forced them. to I, actually talk about it. I can't avoid it. I have to face up to I the know. fact that my Same hero is a very yeah. problematic man. Do you know, you're right. If we didn't have to have this conversation, I'd sweep it under the carpet. <laughs> Keep my Elvis pictures on the wall and move on. So what are you saying? Should we not do an Elvis podcast? I'll talk about it at the end. (laughs) See you next week. (laughs) Before we get into it, do you know what? I've I've kind of made a mistake by saying, how do you feel about Elvis? This is actually a book about Priscilla Presley as much. So what did you you feel and think of Priscilla before you read this book? Or even what you think about her now? I mean, I've known so much about her because... I joined the Elvis fan club as well. I got newsletters and stuff. And every year at Graceland, there was a big celebration and Priscilla was always there. She runs Elvis Presley Enterprises. And so I knew a lot about Priscilla. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, I'm in awe of her. She's the mother of Elvis's child. Oh, Lisa Marie. It's like she's his main love because she was his wife and the mother of his only known child. It sort of pushes all other women aside, really. She's very clever. She's a very clever businesswoman. When I think in terms of Elvis and his girlfriends, I know he only married Priscilla. I can name you another one of his girlfriends now. Mm. But if you'd have said to me last week before I read oh, this book... Oh, you couldn't have named one. I couldn't have named another of Elvis's oh, women. Exactly. Women, yeah. yeah. And also, she was in those Naked Gun films. Oh, my God. This is one hilarious. Of, she was She's so funny. good. Yeah. She's a brilliant comedic yeah. actress. Yeah. She's that was a real funny. revelation, actually. Yeah, well, it, yeah. She's funny in this book, though. Yeah. And you can tell that they had so much fun and laughed so much. I it think... was the drugs, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but comedy is what they had in common, I reckon. Yeah. As a big contender for the mm-hmm. reasons they stuck it out. I always thought she kind of came across well. Now, it's so sad what happened to Lisa Marie. Mm. But now, of course, Priscilla's obviously back in the press. The last thing I read about her is how she's still trying to keep control of the Elvis estate and the money. and how Because, it, because Lisa Marie technically inherited it. 
I don't know how she was always the boss of it. Maybe Lisa put her mum in charge of it, but she was no, always the... No, she, she wasn't the boss of it. She's what trying she? to get it back now. Lisa Marie left everything to her daughter, Riley Kyo. Oh. And Riley Kyo has now effectively changed the locks and is keeping Priscilla oh, out of grace. I Grayson. read a bit of that, but I wasn't sure it was true. And do you know what? When I read that, I kind of thought, yeah, a fair play. Priscilla divorced Elvis like... Why should she have any claim she's on him now? She's kept his name alive, though. She's run events. She's, she's been everywhere. She's, she's kept her own name alive. Yeah, and she's through got... Through a connection with Elvis. Yeah, and she's put on orchestras that play his music. She's put on massive... Ve- yeah, she'll be making a lot of money. Yeah. But she's also almost become Colonel Tom Parker because she keeps him relevant and present so as a massive elvis fan let's just say like in the last 10 years when you see priscilla putting stuff on you take that as a legitimate thing that she loves elvis and she wants to keep him alive okay i kind of thought it was more of a self-serving maybe it is because i just go around not being cynical all the time i go around being cynical (laughs) about everything but the thing is when I've heard that she was locked out of Graceland yeah. and of the estate and stuff, I kind of thought, well, yes, why should she have anything to do with it 45 years later? After reading this book, I think she's entitled to as much as yeah. if she, yeah. she wants. Yeah, and she has done an amazing job on his behalf for the rest of her life. She never says a bad word about him. She's never called him a pedo once. Not once. <laughs> anyway, should we the get into it? Yes. <laughs> so they met. Yes. No, she was born. Oh, she was born. Okay. <laughs> I think she was born in 1940. But it's post-war, which is important. Yeah. Second World War, because yeah. her dad's at Air Force and he gets posted in Germany. Because yes. tons of Americans were posted in Germany then to oversee post-war Germany. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's, yeah, that was really life-changing for her because she lost her confidence. She couldn't speak the language, couldn't interact with kids at school properly. And she adopted that outsider thing that always crops up yeah. with everyone just the feeling that they don't fit in they don't belong because before she was wrenched away to germany she was pretty much the all-american girl she was yeah. a cheerleader and stuff yeah. and popular at school and then yeah. that all changed when her dad yeah. took them all to live on the military base in germany yeah can't have been easy for her that's difficult i think especially at that age yeah she's very lonely it, it does set the scene for her being groomed. quite vulnerable to be groomed. Yeah. Because she was very lonely, very outsider, all of that. And out of nowhere, she's only just turned 14 as well. Yeah. Not even mid-14. <laughs> a man, a stranger in a cafe comes over and well, says... Well, do you know what? This already is just like smacks of grooming. Hell. Priscilla says in the book she was sitting with her brother Don. Now, he's mm. younger, mm. right? Mm. She was in, in like a, a club at the military base in Germany mm. for the American soldiers. Yeah. So she's sitting there with her brother, Don, and she noticed a man in his 20s staring at me. I'd seen him watching me before, but I never paid any attention. He introduced himself as Curry Grant and asked my name. She actually said she was immediately suspicious. He was much older than me. He asked me if I liked Elvis Presley. Yeah. And so obviously she said yes. And the next thing that's going to happen is she's going to be taken away to meet him. Mm. Why is this man in the flipping he's club? A he's Elvis's pimp. He's been sent out to to, to find a young to find girl. a young girl. Oh I don't my, think. I mean, this is so. He didn't know she was so, that young. He was a bit freaked out. She was oh, that young. No, right? I call bullshit on that. Do you? Yeah, because she's not just fourteen. She's actually small. She's, she's small skinny. And she's just she's short. 14. Yeah. 
She's a child. She She's is. unmistakably a child. Yeah. She was sat with her younger brother. Yeah, so they're kids. Yeah, so if this guy is going over and getting her for Elvis, Elvis has said, go out and find me a, a young girl. And that guy knows exactly the type that Elvis would like. Because he obviously, if you're doing that for Elvis, you want to take him back one that he's going to like. Mm. I mean, this is all happening. Um, let, also, let's... Sorry, we haven't said that Elvis is actually in the army at this point. Yes, yes. This is all happening within the American army yeah. based in Germany. Yeah. This behaviour, yeah. they are preying on the children of other officers. Yeah. It's happening on the army base. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? It really made me realise that, again, we find quite often with these men who have an immense amount of power, nobody is saying no to them. No. And it gets to the point where they cut so many corners... You know, any self-respecting paedophile who wanted to get away with it might go off base, actually, and get yeah. a German girl who you might never have to see. Certainly wouldn't bump into her mum and dad. Yeah, right. But Elvis is just, in his head, has so much power, can do whatever he wants, that he will get a child. His dad is a high-ranking mm. American officer. It kind of it blows mm. my mind mm. that this is happening on the army base. Mm -hmm. But it's happening because nobody has ever said no to Elvis. True. I mean, I'm I'm shocked by this. Yeah. Should uh, I be shocked? Am I overreacting? Yeah, yeah, you should. And, you know, it was innocent a bit for a while. No, it wasn't really, was it? I think they might have even kissed the first time she was no, around there. Do you know what? Yeah. The fact there's nothing innocent about it. He's no. this guy is not going and finding a a young no. fan and saying, oh, do you like Elvis? I know it. He's not doing it for her to meet Elvis. He's doing it because Elvis wants to meet oh, a young to order. girl. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's ordering him like there's a There's nothing burger. innocent about it. I mean, there's... Uh, no, no, I innocent. mean between them. Yeah, but it, it, it wasn't even. That was her first kiss was Elvis and it happened pretty soon. And his intentions were obvious. But he yeah. managed to talk her parents round. That's, That's bizarre. That's that thing like Michael Jackson... Not that he was necessarily dodgy, because that's not proven. It's the point being is that parents let them go because they just get starstruck. Priscilla says that her parents were enthralled. Yeah, because by these his people fame. are very charming. Yeah. And they're good. Oh my god, Elvis is so handsome. He's charming. He's and he was quite young. He yeah. was 23, 22, 23. He's yeah. Quite young. I mean, he's hugely. He's the most, right. He's yeah. the most famous man on the planet at this point. Absolutely. In time. I mean, you could not help but be bowled over by yeah. him. Yeah. I think that Priscilla's parents were put in an incredibly difficult position. Because what are you supposed to say to your teenage daughter who's just arrived in Germany? She's fucking miserable. Yeah. She doesn't want to yeah. be there. She's turned and in on And she herself. loves Elvis, we should she point out. Elvis. She joined the Elvis fan club. Yeah. She absolutely loved him. She had his records. She had his posters. So, I mean, you either let your daughter yeah. go or with Elvis Presley or you. you'll break her heart yeah. and she'll never talk to and you again. there's quite a lot of mention by her of how much her parents struggled with it. Yes. And how much it really broke them. And yes. her mum was so upset. And yeah. she was saying, we're trying to protect you and all that stuff. Yeah. She writes a lot about it. So, yeah, and and her mum actually spelled out, we're in a really difficult spot here because yes. she said it, all of that. Priscilla wrote in the book, that her mum protested, why can't he find someone his own age? Mm. What is this man doing to our family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because she's 14. I know. And, and it's weird because her dad was really strict. You've got to be dropped home at this time. And then they did. No, Elvis has to drop you home himself. And then he did. So even the strictest military dad still was 
seduced yeah, by the whole yeah. Elvising enough to let his 14-year-old daughter go off with yes. Elvis. Yes, and my point is it started, what I was trying to say is it started more innocently in that she was getting dropped home at a proper hour, yeah. but it seemed to evolve in that they were, she was staying in bed with him and then still somehow getting home but only getting a few hours sleep and going to school. Mm-hmm. So it must have got later and later and that was just let go. That very quickly evolved into exactly what he wanted. Elvis has a very busy house with lots of hangers-on, and his dad is even in Germany with him, yeah. right? Oh, my God. The mum when... didn't go because she was afraid of abroad, but his mum was so attached to him and terrified of any danger happening to him because she'd got a bit unhinged from his twin dying when yeah. Elvis was born. And she stayed behind and drank herself to death yeah. from just the sheer horror of losing her son. She thought he was gone. She thought it was in danger because of the war, even though it was over. She was 42 when she Yes. Died. And he said he didn't imagine himself living much beyond 40, same as his mum. Yeah. Can I tell you what else I find is really weird about this whole Elvis-Priscilla thing? The initial thing where she's 14 and he's 23. Mm. He's not 18 or 19. No. He's 23. Yeah. Is that his dad is in Germany with him. Yeah. And on that first time where Elvis goes to the house to pick Priscilla up, his dad goes with him. Yeah. Why is his dad not even saying to Elvis, Elvis, she's 14, she's too young for you. Why is her, his dad true. all right with it? Okay, in those backwater, I mean, he came from absolute, complete, utter poverty, because I've now been to this hut, (laughs) hut in the countryside, where it probably was less... I mean, when Jerry Lee Lewis married his first cousin, they were both... She was was 13. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I suspect that in those rural areas, this wasn't so out of the... Do you know what? Jerry Lee Lewis is a paedophile. Well, Um, yeah, you can say that, but you know what I mean? In their... Community no, in those days. I think there are lots of men in those communities who don't sleep with and marry underage girls. I think it's, it's just a particular back, back type then, of I mean. man. Oh, right. No, I, th- I think you're right. I think it was probably more in the open. I'm clutching at straws. Hmm? I'm clutching at straws. Yeah, I know you are because you kind of just want to... <laughs> no, because I don't, I don't want Elvis don't to be want... a terrible paedophile. I, know, I I'm so surprised that history has allowed him to survive you know, I've got to tell you this. We're dying to tell you this. She was at high school trying to be a normal high school student with Elvis then really pursuing her. Well, the same exact school in Germany at 16 years old was Maite Garcia who married Prince, who no. was much older what? He did the same. He toured to Germany. Her mum said, you should send a video to Prince of you doing your belly dancing because you should be dancing with Prince. And so they sent the video. They got it backstage and he watched it and called her because they left their number. She says that she was in that same school and there was a giant picture of Priscilla Presley Man. in the school because they're kind of proud that she came from that school, even though she was a schoolgirl. <laughs> Yeah, and she was some... walking past this picture of Priscilla, knowing in her head that the same was happening to her at the same age at the same school. Wow. It's nuts, isn't it? Yeah, that's real nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's very weird what she says happens in the bed with Elvis. Mm. He has so many weird ideas mm. about women yes. and sex. Yeah. Oh, gosh, he's really controlling of her, not just... Very much so. Like, even telling her what to do, how to do her makeup, yeah. how to do her hair. I find that he whole... Crea- I've, seen, I've always known that as well, that he really? created her image... He dyed her hair black, he put the eyelashes on, he dressed her, everything. She was a complete doll to him. Yeah, I find that very strange. Yeah. What she does say in this book is they didn't have sexual intercourse, but they would spend all night in bed cuddling and long, deep French kisses yeah. and stuff. 
And you can't... But when he hadn't seen her for a year or two or whatever, he was checking she was still a virgin and then saying, How? oh, good, exactly, that's yeah. why I'm saying they were that intimate. But his whole idea that he wanted this virgin, I'm, I'm so I'm so <laughs> troubled by it. Because, you know, what? The, the fact is that Priscilla has written this book. No way is she doing this to say this man is a paedophile. She's just telling the story yeah. how it happened. In fact, she doesn't say anything remotely no. like that. She's, she talks about the problem... Her parents had yeah. with her being young. It's the most exciting thing that ever happened to her. I mean, it was life-changingly exciting and amazed by everything. She wasn't always happy, though. It's not that hard to read between the lines. That's certainly not the tone of the book. The tone of the book is full of love, full of the excitement. Between the lines, and even in some of the lines, is all the other stuff, which we can see as adults. Yeah. By the way, I just want to emphasise that I'm not judging 14-year-old Priscilla at all for going with Elvis no, Presley gorgeous, because it's a dream. Young. He's still young. It's what you do when you're 14. You dream Elvis, about yeah. pop stars and heroes. Plus he's singing to her. He's entertaining everybody. Unbelievably charismatic man. Reading it from her point of view, it's kind of like she's living a teenage dream. Yes, it absolutely. must have been amazing. Yes. Yeah. I'm judging him harshly. I'm not judging her at all. I think it must have been like she'd won the lottery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine not even wanting to go to Germany when her dad says we're going to Germany. She's like, no, like within a few weeks, she'd met Elvis Presley. Yeah. She's in Elvis Presley's and, bed. And at school before she left for Germany, someone said, oh, Elvis is posted out yeah. there. You might meet him. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> if anyone wants to know what it was like for um, Elvis in Germany, just watch GI Blues. It was exactly <laughs> like that. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Or singing or dancing. <laughs> yeah. It's a good tune, actually, GI it's Great. Blues. The whole film's amazing. The whole soundtrack's brilliant. And he's so Great. handsome. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I think all of Elvis's other girlfriends weren't young. Do you? I do. Girlfriends he had when he was at home were his neighbours. Uh, relationships he had with his co-stars were all his age. Absolutely age appropriate. All of them. It was just Priscilla. I think something really clicked with him. It's probably because he was a control freak and she was so young he could mould her. He could have any woman mm. he wanted. He could click his I, fingers. I think it makes it worse. No, no, that, that isn't woman. saying it's okay. Yeah. I'm just saying that might be why he kept her. Whereas he, he could have any woman he wanted. But this was somebody so besotted with him and so young and completely virginal and never looked at anyone else. He could control the whole thing. Okay, the one problem I have with what you've just said... That's not good. Said, That's quite no, bad. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Elvis had met Priscilla organically in yeah. a social circle of oh, friends or something, ordered. he sent somebody out to bring him back a young yes, girl. Yes, And she was in his bed that night. Yeah. That's fucked up. It is. Yeah, that's not him falling for someone in spite of himself because he's met a very witty, funny young yeah. girl. Yeah. He sent somebody out to procure him a child. Yeah. But you're right, he's also seemingly having affairs with Nancy Sinatra and stuff, oh, you know. So there's Oh, historically you do know like Sybil Shepherd's autobiography, Natalie Wood both say that Elvis was really crap in bed. Really? Yeah. They like the biggest letdown. Wow. Yeah. But he didn't love them, you see. No, you don't have to love somebody to give them a good time in I bed. I bet it was good with these two because they built it up for so long. Years. <sighs> I've got to try and move past this aging. Right, he went back to America. He wasn't in touch with her for two years. Now she's 16. Yeah, got this 14 And then can order her back again. And then uh, left Germany. Yeah, completely left forgotten her hanging. About, left her hanging for two years. <sighs> Imagine what that did to, to her. She would have been absolutely devastated to have won the biggest prize in the world and then he cut her dead. 
I need to go back because something else really bothers me. Yes. It, we're still in Germany, okay? I yes. know you've moved on to America. I need to I go back to Germany. I keep trying to make her older, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> back in Germany, Elvis's friend brings this 14-year-old girl to the house, which says very social, yes. there's music, Elvis is singing, playing the guitar, people are making oh, food. Yeah. It sounds like fun, right, yeah. in that yeah. house. And then he kind of says to Priscilla... My bedroom's the second one on the left. Go up. I'll be up in 10 minutes. I don't want to make it too obvious. It's like, well, it fucking is. Everybody yeah, knows. Of course. What's this 14-year-old girl who doesn't live here? Where's she gone? Yeah. So there's a lot of people around. Mm. Why is nobody saying to him she's 14 years old? Mm. Fucking send her home to her mum and dad. Yeah. Lots of people are complicit in this. Yes. So this is a quote from Elvis in the yeah. book. Well, Priscilla's remembrance of yeah. his quote. I don't really understand what it is I'm feeling. I've grown to love you, Scylla. Daddy keeps reminding me of your age and that it can't be possible. Mm. So oh. he is reminding him and he's telling Elvis he, she's too young. But he's grown attached to her. I really do believe he, he fell in love with her. I think Elvis is thick as shit. He's, it's quite possible that he is. How can you, as a grown man, yeah. when you're 23 and your dad is saying to you, your girlfriend is... Too young yes. for you. Yes. And Elvis is just like, yeah, well, I can't help because myself. Because he can do whatever he wants because he's become the king. King he's of be- the world. Yeah, he's become Elvis Presley. He's paying for everyone. You know, he's... That's the kicker here, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, should we... <laughs> can we let her grow up, please? This was such a horrible realisation to me, which I did actually... I was, of course, I was. Everybody yeah, knows yeah. Priscilla was young. But to actually read it in a book, God damn it, we're doing a podcast and we yeah. chose to do one about this. I know. I can't not voice this realisation. No. Yeah. Listen, if you ever listen to any interviews with Priscilla, when she is talking about Elvis, there's so much love. It's so pure. And I think that they just really genuinely clicked as people. I agree with everything you said. It does not mean that he's not no, a beautiful. and that he, she was too young. Well... Yeah, I don't don't blame her for anything. Young women go with older men. Underage women go for any number of reasons. Any number of reasons. And I I do not judge any of them. Also, Elvis, who wouldn't go with Elvis? Yeah, all of that. And how many rock stars sleep with kids? The difference is those kids usually throw themselves at rock stars. Yeah. They're not usually pimped. On the other hand, it's not that different because she was also throwing and herself those, at Elvis No, but too. those kids don't usually end up married and provided for for the rest of their lives. No. If you want to look at it that way. You know, Elvis was one of the better <laughs> paedophiles. Oh, God. I don't enjoy saying that. I wish I didn't I, have to say that. I wish that. I could argue against it. Yeah. I can't. Do you know what? It's such a, like, a sensational word to use, isn't it? There is obviously more to this story. Than there is. Way. Yeah, no, I know that. And we'll talk about that now. Yes. Yeah. Okay, we're going to move on. We have to. All right. All right. Two years pass and she gets a call from Elvis. They've still kept in touch, but not so much. And she's now 16. And he says, do you want to fly out to L.A. to visit me? And she manages to persuade her parents to let her go. They're saying, you've got to send us a letter every single day. Yeah. Let's know how it's going. Isn't that amazing? Like pre-mobile phones and stuff. Yeah. It's like you have to send us a letter every yeah. day. She's yeah. 16. That's an okay age. I would have been allowed to do something like that at 16. And they've already let her go and visit him a lot two years earlier. Yeah. But again, they're in that very precarious situation do we either let our 16-year-old travel across the world to go see Elvis or do we never see her again? Yeah, because she'll never Because she's us. old enough to go yeah. now. And they hate they hate letting her go. Yeah. When she gets there, he says, we're going to go on a trip to Vegas. It's going to be amazing. And she's like, oh my God, amazing. But 
don't want parents to know, so she pre-writes loads of letters. Oh, yes. So that they'll get posted one a day yeah. from LA, so off they go to Vegas and take pills. He gets her on pills. Yeah. The first day, it gives her sleeping pills so strong, it knocks her out for two days. She's nearly in a coma. I found this so two strange days. as well. It's like she doesn't even need them. She doesn't need them. She's exhausted. And yet he just makes her swallow two massive sleeping pills yeah. for no reason. Two days and nights when she comes around, they're going, oh, we were really worried about you. We thought we might have to take you to hospital. Yeah, I know. it, But that should tell you something about Elvis in itself. It Why is he giving a 16-year-old no, it's crazy. two massive sleepers? She just doesn't need them. She doesn't need them. them. And then he's like, now try these uppers. And oh. she, she says, oh, I loved it because then I was on the same page as him. And we're buzzing around and it was so much fun. And we went to see this show and that show and met these people. Well, actually, I'll tell you what that does tell They're just taking drugs, Elvis. basically, and having yeah. fun. Is it's so normal to him. Yes. This, he's young at the moment. Well, no, hang on. Priscilla says that he got into drugs in the army. Do you believe that? I'm not sure. They said that they would give them the dexedrine to keep them awake in, on yeah, overnight manoeuvres and stuff. But what I got, because I've for years blamed Tom Parker for letting him die because of forcing him to go through those Vegas gigs and keeping him dosed up. I'm now starting to swing around to, I think Elvis just liked taking drugs, yeah. like being off his head. I think he just got into them very young and, and liked them. Liked them, I yeah. think he liked them. Like yeah. Whitney Houston did. Yeah, just liked yeah. it. And then, oh, come, come and join me, it's fun over here on the drugs. Yeah. And she joined him and they did have loads of fun. She was having the time of her life and she couldn't believe she had to go back to school. Of course, I mean, she's lived by proxy, she's living the life Elvis's of a famous life. star. Yeah, she's yeah. hanging on his arm, she's... Can I just say something else about this trip before they went? Because they do everything in his big tour bus, right? Mm, mm. And she says, because we didn't know how long we'd stay, Alan and Jean, these are some of Elvis's hangers on, Alan and Jean brought along whatever Elvis enjoyed so he would feel as comfortable as if he were at home. It's like, is he a fucking baby? Yes, Why he can't is he a baby. do this for himself? You've got to understand how much his mum nurtured him because she was so messed up by his twin dying. Oh, yeah, right. So she essentially had Elvis alive and a dead baby at the same time, and it flipped her mind a bit, and she was terrified that he would die. So he got absolutely smothered. Right. Completely and spoiled. She was always so afraid for him, and it put a bit anxious worry in his own head and he he was used to being completely spoiled by both his parents and then he just got he became very famous at a young age yeah. so he could afford an entourage of people to yeah. basically look after him cook all his meals yeah. even to the point where if he was going away for a weekend he wouldn't have to pack a case or anything because yeah. he had people who would do it yeah. for him priscilla actually said like later on in their career that quite often she would turn in to the mother he'd spend like three days exactly. in his pajamas in yeah. bed and she felt like she was his mom yeah so he's a freak. He, yeah, he's an odd, odd one-off special it's, case. No, it's that weird thing. Like, if you want to look into the psychology of that, yeah. it could go as far as to explaining why he was attracted to a 14-year-old girl, because yeah. he views himself as younger. When he's a reasonably young teenager, how old is he when he starts taking off with his music? 17, 18? I think it's about 19, but he'd been hanging around since he was 17. When he hit fame, so he's... Yeah, yeah, huge. Got, he's got a teenager. Yeah. yeah, so he's never really had to function as a fully no, grown adult no, himself. No, he never has, okay. no. I'm telling you, these world famous icons. I know. It's no, it's no, it's no good. There should be a health warning issue. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. want to be world famous? It's going <laughs> to fuck you up. Yeah. Colonel Tom Parker yeah. is like the biggest figure in Elvis's life. Yeah. He's not really in this book. He that really much. isn't mentioned, is he? No. 
Which makes me think, because obviously Priscilla's story of Elvis is more like the home life. Yeah. She's not with him when he's filming films or That's recording true. stuff. And in fact, the first time she ever sees him live, I think, is a 68 comeback yeah. special, which Isn't I couldn't amazing? believe. amazing? Because all he's been doing is films in that time. So she doesn't go to work with Elvis. So yeah. what this actually makes me realise is that Colonel Tom Parker is only really present when Elvis is at work. Yeah. When he's at home at Graceland with Priscilla, he's he's just not there. I mean, he's taking care of business. Yeah. But he's not... I I just got this impression that he was just this overbearing, omnipresent presence. But it kind of seems that he's not... When Elvis isn't making him money, he kind of... Yeah. He just isn't there. It's weird as well, because the recent film, Elvis, amazing film... Uh, was completely backed by Priscilla and Lisa Marie. Uh, they they weren't nothing to do with the making of it, but they got invited to be part of it, and they got invited to come and watch it. And I saw interviews with them, many interviews where they were saying they started crying five minutes in, wept all the way through it. It was amazing depiction. It's exactly how it was. It's the first film they've ever seen that absolutely gets it right. That tells the story of the dominating man, Colonel Tom yeah. Parker, who isn't mentioned in her yeah. story. Strange. Yeah. I think Colonel Tom Parker's almost in that film as much as Elvis is. He is. It's very much about him. Yeah. yeah. But it makes me wonder whether she just learned a lot more about it. She wrote this book in 1985. Yeah. It was published in 1985, which isn't long after his death. Um, maybe she just learned a lot more that she didn't know. After the fact. After, because she got really embroiled in all the business then and yeah. stuff. So maybe then she just really was kept out of all that business. She does say in this book that Elvis finds it impossible to stand up to Colonel Tom Parker. But Elvis was a creative. He detested everything business-wise. He would sign a contract without even reading yeah. it. Yeah. So that's how Colonel Tom Parker is basically. He, yeah, he's also a country boy who grew up in a hut in the same room as his mum and dad. Yeah. If you see where he comes from and you realise he's just a very poor country boy who made it good. And if you throw enough money at someone like that, they're happy anyway because yeah. there's more money than they ever thought they would see in their whole life. And they, everybody anywhere about Elvis always says how generous he was and he bought and it says it a lot in this book yeah he bought houses for every single family member everyone on his staff cars he bought a whole ranch and had cottages installed on all of it for them all to live but they didn't really want to live there because they had their own lives going on (laughs) he hadn't really thought that through and he bought big vehicles for everyone who sold them because they kind of needed the money to put their kids through school Mm -hmm. um, she actually said that some other people from that little village with the hut started reappearing all the people that used to call Elvis a sissy and a mummy's boy yes then started coming turning up for money and Elvis always gave them a hundred dollars turned anyone away yeah yeah but you know what? It's like the Whitney thing. Once you, because his dad, Elvis's dad, was on the payroll. Yeah. And then I think it gets to the point, like Whitney Houston, when somebody is drug addled and should be nowhere near a stage because the family are relying on that yeah. money. They're pushing them on the stage yeah. and say, because we need the money from this concert. Yeah. So your support system. They're not looking after the person. They're looking after the business. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she does sell it. It sounds great. Total romance. Oh, she look, she was having the time of her she life. She really was. I'd have the yeah. time of my life if I was on that bus yeah. going here, there and everywhere, yeah. taking drugs yes. and eating all the best food yeah. and going out and partying all the yeah. time without a care but I think the they fell in love properly. I mean, because she went back to Germany and they just couldn't wait to be together again. So he got her back for Christmas. 
Yeah. She had Christmas at Graceland, which is sounds lovely, and she really befriended his grandmother. Just really Dodger. Dodger. Isn't that a funny name yeah. for a grandmother? Only Elvis Dodger. called her Dodger, and then oh, she really? did. And I think she just really fitted. Oh, with yeah, them. no, I get that. I yeah. do get that. No, if I get over everything we talked about in the first yeah. 15 minutes of this podcast, there's real I, genuine I, yeah. connection between yeah. these two people. And between Priscilla and his family. And the family, yeah. Because yeah. before that, there's only her mum and dad, and she's got this whole world around her. Yeah. And she was very lonely. Because imagine the Air Force, you probably don't see your dad a lot. Yeah, she's got a whole world around her. Anyway, when she got back from Christmas at Graceland, she was on the plane back to Germany, and she was weeping the entire way. Absolute mess. And in that trip, he really changed her. He dyed her hair put the false eyelashes on, all the really heavy mascara. It was like early 60s, very much the look, new yeah, clothes, taking yeah. her shopping, he dressed her. It's like a film, it's like Pretty Woman or something. It is the dream. But anyway, she's weeping all the way back to Germany and when her parents greet her off the plane, they're horrified, they recoil. Oh, yeah. And they go, go and look in a mirror and of course she's got black mascara all down her face, her hair is a mess, her eyelash hanging off. They sent her away, this prim and proper school yeah. girl and she comes back, this drug-addled rock star. Yeah, and her eyes, she'd have she'd yeah. taken Oh, drugs her dad the whole says her eyes look like pistols in the sand yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. So she looked a wreck. Yeah, well, she was a wreck. Because it isn't just because she's been crying. She's been on drugs for two weeks. Yeah. Elvis actually said to her, because she didn't want to go home. And she said, I'm just going to stay. He says, no, you've got to. You've got to go and finish your schooling. Yeah. And then he said to her, you know, if you want your parents to let you back, the minute you get back, be really happy. Say you've had a lovely time. Say how nice it is to see them. Yeah. And he said, don't go back and basically be a little bitch. Yeah. But she went back and she was a little bitch. Yes, that didn't help. Yeah. She still managed to manipulate them into sending her back. Oh, I think her parents are helpless at this point. I, I, I also do, yeah. yeah. And she wouldn't have taken no for an answer. Yeah. She's strong. She's a strong little feisty little character. Yeah. She's no lady's eye. She didn't get bulimia. <laughs> she she managed to survive this. Yeah, but a, a weaker person wouldn't have. And so she is a strong girl. The deal was that if she moved to L.A., she had to go to school. Yeah, and she does try to go to school. She actually does finish her school, but she's still doing uppers and downers and going out all night. They have great times at the cinema. They go skating. They, they hire ice skating rinks at night and all the entourage. They all go skating together. I mean, it sounds fun. You, like you can just do. When you're Elvis Presley, you have that money and that fame. You literally can say to the cinema or the skater yeah. go, can you open up but also uh, you have to because he gets mobbed wherever yeah. he goes so you've got no choice mm-hmm. doing a night life rather than a day life mm-hmm. no choice at all but it sounds great fun and then she's having two hours sleep trying to get through school but she does manage it she does manage it well she graduates, she graduates yeah. I find it weird that she made him sit in the car because she didn't want to disrupt the graduation. If I was go, if I was sixteen yeah. years old and I was going out with Elvis Presley, I would want him to come in. But if you've actually witnessed the hysteria around Elvis, you might realise that that would actually disrupt oh, okay. the whole event because mm-hmm. it, it would they'd flood him and that would there'd be no graduation anymore. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean, that actually would happen. And she said that when she came out of the graduation. Um, Elvis and his friends were stood outside the limo and all the nuns had mobbed them getting his autograph (laughs) and stuff. I thought that was funny. See, there's so many things that make you realise it's a beautiful relationship. I mean, Elvis, the amazing film star, actually sat outside her graduation in a car and waited for her. You know, that's not. she isn't just an idiot. He really loves her back. He gives her a lot Mm -hmm. of attention and time and care. Yeah. It is problematic, but it, you can see that there's a two-way love here. Like, we've just 
talked about Charles and I only last week. Mm-hmm. That was one way. That mm-hmm. was one man who loved someone else destroying another human. Yes, there's lots of issues with this. I don't doubt that he absolutely loved her with all his Had heart. Had her best interests yeah. at heart. Yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he did basically give her everything. He did make sure that she would stay in school. Yeah. I'm sure he absolutely he, tried he to be the, the best. Uniform. Stop it! <laughs> it's a fair observation. <laughs> I can't argue with you. But he gave her everything. He, he made sure she was included in yeah. everything. He did. Yeah. Oh, he until really he he was obviously making a lot of films at yeah, this point. Yeah, he had to leave. I mean, he installed her in Graceland around this time. I think as soon as she graduated, she moved into... Mm-hmm. She's fully moved into Graceland anyway. And, um, yeah, he goes off to do films back to LA and leaves her there. And then she gets lonely and he's blatantly having affairs and they're usually published in the newspapers for all to see. Yeah. He denies it. If you ever see the film Viva Las Vegas, that's Anne-Margaret in that film. Oh, Anne-Margaret's yeah, she's star. absolutely brilliant. Yeah. She's an amazing, strong woman, amazing dancer, just brilliant. And in that film, it's like, oh, 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 oh. And it fl- flicks to one face, then the other, then the other. And you're like, oh, my God, this is almost porn. <laughs> without without there being any porn. The, the, the tension between them just by... It's electric on the screen. And it's absolute PG on one level. You know, there's no way you would watch that film and go, there's nothing between them. Right. No yeah. way. Anyway, she had to put up with that. I mean, that's that's hard. You have to be very strong to withstand that. And she was. And she did. Yeah, I think you kind of, if you're going out with Elvis Presley, I think you it's part of the job, isn't it? That's, that's what she says a lot. She's like, I've got the man that everyone wants, even though I haven't definitely got him yet. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure it's me. She's extremely determined. Oh, oh, they have a really sexual life going on in Graceland where they dress up a lot and play role playing. Role playing in the yeah, what was loads one of, of Polaroid films. And, what was one of the things that she said that he got her to dress up as? School girl. A school That's girl. That's why I said you're. Right, really weird because whilst I know a lot of these things, are, oh god, that's awkward and oh, that makes me cringe and that's just plain wrong. I still take a huge love story out of this. I think they had an amazing relationship and it was actually really beautiful. And I I know that the circumstance with him being mothered, beautiful, talented women throwing themselves at him everywhere he goes, being away from home a lot, all these temptations at the core of it. They really loved each other. They had ups and downs. They got married. They had a child. They absolutely loved this child together. They really came together and were a team. She says, I feel like now at this point we were a team they were together how many years, you say? 14? 14 years. Yeah, it's a long time. It's a long time, and I think... But, I mean, it's like a lot the, of love within it. Whatever love means. Yeah, no, I, I think it's true. <laughs> no, I think it's a difficult thing. This. I think it's a difficult thing to quantify because, you know, if you want to talk about people who have been groomed, which I think Elvis oh, Green Priscilla, yeah, you're right. they, they fall in love. They're absolutely with the, besotted yeah. and totally controlled. And ultimately what split them up eventually was her realising that she didn't she didn't know who she was and she needed to find out who she was because she, I somebody told her who she that. was. Yeah. I loved that while she was still very much with Elvis, mm. I think this is after she gave birth to Lisa Marie, mm. 
she just went off and took dance lessons yeah. and became part of a dance yeah. troupe. And did shows anonymously. And she, yeah. yeah. So no, nobody, I mean, yeah. people in the dance troupe must have known it was Priscilla Oh, Presley, they would have, but nobody, nobody out, watching. outside that. So she was taking quite a few dance lessons. She was, she was fall, also, she was falling for her dance teacher. She, yeah, and dance will do that. By some accounts I've heard, where you're, you're just so close physically moving together, and oh, we've also oh, it happens dancing. on Strictly Come Dancing, does it? Yeah, or Dancing with the Stars if you're in America. That dancing can really pull married together. married celebrities yeah. go on to these dancing yeah. shows and then spend so much an intensive yeah, period of dancing, are like and then electrifyingly they, together, they leave their spouses and shack up with the professional yeah, yeah, dancer. Yeah, you're right. It's a very tantalising sport. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Yeah, she had an affair for a while. And then no, it ended. she ended it and when, ended very quickly it. when she realised yes. what she was doing, yes. actually. Yes, Yeah. Well, and, you know, Elvis then, is... Well, he's having loads of affairs, so, yeah. And after that, they got really close again for a while. And they went to Hawaii together, had an amazing time. And Elvis met Tom Jones and they had oh, a bromance. Yeah, yeah there's lots of nice positive times mm-hmm. amongst all of this whole marriage no i i totally get what you're said there are positives in this because obviously this is a book by priscilla yeah. and she clearly does still have a lot of affection for Elvis. i mean yeah. even now that she's yeah. moved on three or four yeah. decades she still she revisits it, yeah. it with affection but then i can't think of she doing it for her bank balance I, I don't i don't think so but anyway listen here's another really nice time she'd really said she'd loved horses so Elvis got her a horse for her birthday and she was so happy on it immediately on it riding all over the ranch and Elvis was like oh I think I'll get myself a horse and then he loves it he was a bit scared and he absolutely takes to it so then of course being Elvis he buys a horse for absolutely everybody so everyone's got horses yeah and then they all ride around there and they're just having a great time for he says when he gets on something he goes mad and he's on that for ages yeah and that's why I ended up to buy a bloody ranch to have the horses. <laughs> Another ranch. Did he run out of money? Never in his lifetime, no. But it worried people at one point, didn't it? Because as his box office returns of his films were diminishing, then he was still spending... Oh, before the like 68 was, comeback special. Yeah. Yeah. There, were, there was a couple of years in the mid-60s yes. where he was going off the boil a little fashion. bit. Yeah, it was basically probably 1966 and 67, yeah. around this horse time, because it was 68... <laughs> the comeback special that completely got him back on track oh can i just say something Mm -hmm. which i thought was really weird you're just saying oh isn't it nicer going off to skating rinks and and having horses and what did you make of the trip to the morgue yeah that's really fascinating very interesting it's part of life i i I agree that that's very do you know anybody else who's done that of course not but who could get access to things well jimmy savile stop it that's completely different. He's the only other person I know who willingly visited a morgue. This is quite soon, isn't it, when she comes over to America. And one of his ideas for a fun trip out is to go to a morgue and look at the dead bodies. I think it's very healthy to embrace death. They had a lot of intense experiences. Another time he decided they should all take acid and see what that was like. I think that's kind of similar. No, sorry, you can't. I'm not letting you get away with this. If you Why? started seeing someone and they said, do you want to go on a date tonight? Well, and, it and they surprises took you to a, you morgue, a morgue. You'd run a mile, wouldn't you? Not me, no. Because I think that we should be able to come to terms with death. I think it's really important. Do you think that's why Elvis went? Possibly, yeah. 
He just didn't go for the freak show. He's, I mean. he, but around this time, he was getting really spiritual. He was reading tons of books about uh, not just God, but spirituality and life, death, all of that. Uh, I think it's part of his spiritual journey. I have to say, yeah. as shocking as this book was, and I don't know why this shocked me, I was surprised to find out how much of a reader he was. Yeah. He read a lot of books and books that I wouldn't even think of reading. Yeah. But they led him on a spiritual path. Yeah, because he was on a quest for knowledge. And I think the morgue is very much part of that. I really do. Do you? Yeah, I I think we'd all be a lot more mentally healthy if we embraced death more and didn't hide from it all the time. The reality of it. He also thought he could speak to angels and he thought he, he could make faces appear in the ceiling. Yeah, that's drugs. <laughs> that's a combination of spirituality and drugs. I kind of was a bit unnerved reading about how he was almost becoming a bit of a cult leader where he would read these books oh, in his to make house everyone else and he would invite it. people around to his house yeah. and they would sit there and he would almost give sermons yeah. from these books at length. I just kind of thought, whoa, yeah. this is and a bit... Priscilla was getting really bored of it. Well, she said that she would fall asleep yeah. when he was reading it and then he would wake her up yeah. and make her listen to like yeah. another hour of yeah, yeah. him speaking out of this book. But I kind of think one-on-one, you know, okay, he's a weird partner or whatever. But I think the fact you're inviting lots of people around to your house to preach, he's essentially mm-hmm. preaching mm-hmm. to them. I found it weird. He's kind of getting a bit of a messiah and, complex, yeah. I think. and what he was reading, it was saying that he has to abstain from sex as well because that's all part of it, because that's temptation it's leading you down. And in some weird way, I think that was trying to keep him on track so that he could have a good marriage whilst it was driving her insane. Really? Because <laughs> she wasn't having a healthy yeah. relationship with her husband. It was all a bit much for some lad from the country, you know, for all this stuff to happen to him. And he's just trying to deal with it. Everybody says when that sort of level of fame hits you and people screaming at you and all that stuff, it's very difficult to stay sane. And he's just really seeking some answers, isn't he? Do you know what? I think that his mum dying really threw him for a loop, didn't it? I mean, I would say he grieved her for the rest of his life. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he, he certainly became... A bit of a nut. Yeah. Anyway, we get to the 68 comeback special. It's really good because he went to meet the producer and he's done a lot of these things before. And to his surprise, his producer was very young and very quietly spoken. Mm-hmm. And that's really significant to me because before that, it would be all these much older dinosaurs, really, of the record industry that think they know what's what and wouldn't listen to Elvis or would never listen to your star that we're going to make this programme, you're going to fit in with us. This bloke, she wanted to create something with Elvis mm-hmm. and actually worked with him to create it. And they noticed that when he got the most excited was when he was just jamming with his old pals and his musicians. And they were like, well, let's put that in. Let's go back to your roots when it's just a skiffle band love the 68 comeback mm-hmm. special to me that's the ultimate elvis i could ever watch it he's the absolute best yeah old and new combined mm-hmm. and when they sit down and they're just jamming and laughing and joking the music is so great it's so pure and simple i can see why those girls are screaming it yeah. makes my knees weak i don't know what <laughs> it's going on it's something happens it's just electric music though and he's in his leathers. He looks amazing. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, and then yeah. there's all these sort of cheesy interludes with uh, kung fu and scenery and dancers. And and then he sings... If I Can if Dream. If I Could Dream, because Martin Luther King's just been killed, so he yeah. put that in. 
And then that is such a success. If I Can Huge. Dream is then his first million selling record yeah. for years. Yeah. So it really puts him back on top. He's massive again. He's, yeah. he's bigger than he's ever been, actually, yeah. after that. And then we get some really classic Elvis tunes in the ghetto, Suspicious yeah, Minds, all come that era. Nashville. Yeah. At RCA, he knocks out some utter, utter classics mm-hmm. and he's completely back on top. And then he gets his Vegas gigs. And oh, that's yeah. when Priscilla says it's the first time she's ever seen him I was perform. surprised that was Me the too, first actually. time she'd ever seen him. And then him. you think, oh, yeah, of course. He hasn't done any gigs. Yeah, he's, he's been, just doing, been doing making films, films. Knocking out films he hates yeah. because he wanted to be a really good actor. A bit like Madonna. <laughs> it's like, stick to what you get at. Yeah, Because you're exactly. an amazing pop star yeah. and you're not Marlon Brando, but yeah. now he won't be Marlon Brando. And they just kept knocking out all these musicals because they sold. Yeah. And it was destroying his soul. Yeah, he just felt like he was going through the motions. Yeah, because he wasn't being who he wanted yeah. to be. He was never And he allowed. hated the song. I, hated I, I the don't strips, like knowing that he hated the songs. I love the songs. I said to Me know that too. Elvis didn't like them. It's kind of a Well, bit... I think he didn't like them in the context of he wanted to be a serious mm. actor. And he, they just ruined that. Yeah. So in that context, he yeah. loves it. But then when he got to be in Vegas and do live gigs again, he was completely rejuvenated because he got to be really, really good at what he was doing and receive the immediate feedback from that. Well, he got signed to do two shows a night for 28 days in a row. That's nearly 60 shows mm. in a month. That's a lot. And that can knacker you. But he got signed up to do two separate months a year, so I could get a million dollars a year for that. I think that's not a lot. Imagine what Liberace was getting. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I but know. He was getting that a week or something. Yeah. Well, he didn't have Colonel Tom Parker fleecing him. Yeah, he was. T- he was must have been absolutely fleecing him. There's a statue outside the Hilton International in Vegas of Elvis, and it's got a, a, the number on the floor of the statue saying how many gigs he did in that place. And it is something like either one or 2,000-something gigs just in that place. It's insane how many. And no wonder, because I'm going, Colonel Tom Parker killed him, he's just feeding him drugs and making him carry on, which th- he was. But also, Priscilla said he just got really bored of it, got sick of it. Yeah, The I monotony, bet. the repetition. Yeah. Of course he did. Yeah. It's too much. But then he started doing gigs as well around the country between those Vegas residents. Mm-hmm. Arenas. That's when Priscilla started staying at home. Yeah. Because she got bored going. Isn't, isn't it funny? There comes a yeah. time even where you can yeah. be married to Elvis and that becomes boring. Yeah, yeah. So you stay at home and you let You'd Elvis think, go I could never believe there'd be a day now. <laughs> but she's trying to be a mother as well. And that's true. Because she was saying those episodes where Lisa Marie was really crying and she realised it's because she didn't want to be away from her nanny. She was like, oh, no, oh, yeah. I've got to be a better mother. Yeah. But, do you know, I felt for those nannies because Priscilla also said, like, when Lisa Marie was four years old, if the nanny tried to get her to yeah. do something, Lisa Marie would say, no, I'm going to get my dad to sack you. Yes. It's just like, whoa. She completely she... <laughs> manipulated her nannies. Yeah. Can we talk about Lisa Marie? She's yes. only ever a child in this book. Yeah. That it's a whole tragedy, isn't it? I'm so, so sad that she's died. I'm deeply saddened about it. Yeah. It's terrible. Grief has run through that family from the day Elvis was born. Elvis had that stillborn twin brother. That's the beginning of it. Which devastated his mother. Yeah. Which put her into an early grave. Yeah, and put her into an anxious state, which made Elvis very anxious too. And then she died young. Elvis never stopped grieving her. He died young. Little Lisa Marie. Lost her dad, who she adored. Yes. Worshipped. And then she had her son... 
Benjamin, who killed himself at the age of 20. 27, he was rock and roll age. Oh, damn. And two years later, she dies of grief. (sighs) Poor Priscilla. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know how Priscilla's... I I know she's she's due to be at the London Palladium soon to do an evening with. Because I looked at that before any of this and I was thinking, oh... I, I just don't need to go to that. I've seen you so many documentaries. I've, I've seen her in pants at mine in a show at Wimbledon. Yeah, I danced it at the front row. I danced and she laughed and danced with me from the stage. And I thought, that's it. I've, I'm as good as met Elvis. <laughs> I don't need to watch an evening with her. And now I think, oh, my God, you probably can pay me because I can't stand the heartache. I don't want to hear her talk. I don't know why she's still going out there talking. I don't know how she's doing it. That's, it's, it's totally tragic. Just It's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's really heartbreaking. They broke up. She yeah, she prized herself away from him by saying she'd found out who she was. She'd found herself. He said, have you left me for another man? She said, it's not that. It's me. I found me. Actually, she had another man as well <laughs> who helped her find me. And she packed up and left. It's very sad. You know, she's going around all these happy memories of Graceland. She's left and taken her daughter and cracked on with her life. And she said there's never a bad word between them. They mutually agreed to look after Lisa Marie. They got divorced a few years later. Mm-hmm. They held hands when they were in the divorce court. I've seen pictures of them coming out of the divorce court. I think they're holding hands. Oh, it, it okay. looks, they're loving and caring to each other. And she got her life together. Kept in touch with Elvis. He phoned her all the time. They talked about his new girlfriends. She was absolutely there for him if he needed her. And they even said maybe one day we we could find a way to be together. And but then he died. died. Yeah. And she was absolutely devastated. Yeah, I'm sure. How do you feel about Elvis now? Um, I'm going to... Now we've had this chat, I'm going to do the best I can to completely forget all this information because <laughs> I cannot have it in my head. I need Elvis to sing to me. Do you know what? It's an interesting concept. Somebody... Right. We've agreed that Priscilla was groomed, mm. right? And we agreed that the groomee... She definitely ...can very much be in love with the groomer. Yes. I also think that you can still live with the repercussions of being groomed at the age of 40, 50, 60, 70, that is Priscilla is. And this book, she's not really demonised him in any way. Not in she, any way. She does talk about him hitting her, giving her drugs... She's kind of, you know, been quite open about many things, yeah. but she still has an enormous amount she of love for She tells it through him. love. Yeah. And the fact they were holding hands in the divorce courts yeah. actually speaks volumes. Yeah. It's almost like, who am I to judge what Priscilla Presley has personally been through and seemed to have survived and seemed to have come out? All right, other than the obvious grief of losing. We're not here moment. to judge, ultimately. We're here to read this book and talk about it. Yeah. We've done that. Do what? you know what's funny? What? Is when Priscilla was saying about the music that Elvis liked, yeah. he, she said he really liked Gary Puckett in The Union Gap. Who and is that? Young girl, get out no. of my mind. They didn't even play that song on the radio anymore. Way out of line. You're much too young, girl. Bit of run, girl. Yeah, one of Elvis's favourite songs. All right, let's not talk about this anymore. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something actually funny. This is what's funny is, is he like paedophile music? <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Thrift Shop Biography. We love making this podcast, and we're absolutely thrilled that so many of you are already listening. 
you could really help us out by leaving us a review somewhere wherever you listen to this podcast and if you could share us tell your friends about us or drop some links on social media we have a facebook page called thrift shop biography so make sure you come over there to hear about the episodes first and what else we're up to okay see you next week and if you're new here there are loads more episodes now to go and listen in the back catalogue so make sure you go and enjoy them Okay, thank you very much.